Oh, this burger is so good. <laughs> Brandon, wait, what the fuck? Holy shit, yo, guys, out of here, we gotta goon him. Get him, boys. So bad. What the fuck? Are you, Did for you real? get the memo? Are you for real? Are you Spit for real? that out. What the I fuck, love, Brandon? I love, I Put love that in the fucking You are trash. fucking kidding me. Put that in the fucking trash, man. Grab a it's fucking a be, apple. That better I'm gonna be a I'm gonna keep eating. I'm gonna keep eating this. No, get that shit out of here, bro. Get it out of here. Because guess what? I'm gonna throw up. I am so sick of you right now. I'm sick of this. Brandon, you're fucking fired, bro. You have single-handedly just disbanded You've, stacked, man. This is it. I'm. This is the last stacked episode with this clown. Stacked is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're canceling stacked next because he ate a burger. Oh my god. Season one ends with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to Stacked, everyone. That's right, this is episode 37. And if you if you can't tell, we're doing the vegan movies episode because on this episode, we have another very special guest. Uh, I think the last member of the little Wyatt and <laughs> Aiden household, we have Stephen Kalinske, the creator of the infamous The Boner Scale and The Couch Scale on Letterboxd. Stephen, welcome. The Couch Experience, I'm sorry. Couch experience. Oh, it's cool. it's, a, no, it's, it's a new it's a new rating system, right? It's, it's a new it's, one. It just came new, out, so I'm still getting used to it. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast, Stephen. Thank, Thank you. you. It, it's an Good absolute to honor to be here. I've been looking forward to this uh, my entire adult life ever since my bar mitzvah. So so sick. Oh wow! I'm that's I'm incredibly honored by that. You know. Um, yes. I I have to agree. I've I've been waiting my adult life for this podcast and for you to be on it. So yes, I'm glad. I, I'm glad. I actually. I come bearing a gift, actually, that I haven't told you guys about yet. Really? Uh, oh, so my God. My, my roommate, Wyatt, and I, a uh, friend of the show, um, yes. he has uh, uh, helped me. Well, he, he co-wrote a stack theme song with me. Um, oh, my so God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I haven't said anything about this. I want to premiere it on the show right now live. I have a copy of it on my phone. I'm just It uses uh, some royalty-free YouTube allowed, no, no, no attribution required. Uh, okay. Music. So, f- without further ado, I uh, I'd like to premiere the stacked theme song. <laughs> well, let's hear it. Chris, Brandon, Ethan, bout to stack it up. Feeling good tonight with my popcorn cup. Pretty high stack, just three discs high. Gonna listen to find out who's got a good eye. All the other podcasts are super whack. That's <laughs> why I listen to Stat. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. Woo! Look at Bravo. That was amazing. Please wow. send so, that to us. Yeah, send us it. that file so we'll put it crisp and clean in the podcast for the world <laughs> to hear that. Steven, that was amazing. You next time you see why, you got to you got to give him kudos for that because you two Knocked it out of the park with the stacked theme song. Shit. Thank you. We Thank we you might we might have to start episodes with that theme song. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> it's kind of epic. It's, it's kind of an epic <laughs> Alright, well, Steven, you we brought you here, or you came onto the show and we present we right here. We handcuffed you. You're here against your will. Uh, <laughs> I am. No, you have come to the show today with a very fun topic. As we said, vegan movies. So I want to. I want to ask yes. you, like, what was your thought process behind having that be your topic for your debut yeah. episode on Stacked? Of course. So 
I I myself I'm, I hate to say this, but I I am vegan. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've been vegan for over a year now, and um, only like every other day I just like have a limp and feel kind of shit. But like, nah, I'm just, um, I'm <laughs> just kidding. There, uh, no, nah, I feel fine. Uh, but uh, I just thought it'd be funny to go on and spread the word about some cool vegan hip movies. I almost feel. Uh, like that hip, uh, like like pastor or rabbi you might have, who's like religion's cool. That's what I think. You know, it's like veganism's <laughs> yeah. cool. There's so many really shit like vegan songs out there. Uh, <laughs> out there, I was playing one for Wyatt recently. It's called "Vegans Fuck All Night Long." I recommend people to look it up. <laughs> listening to the Stash podcast, it has half dislikes and half likes. Um, wow, it's it's something. Uh, <laughs> the discourse. Uh, <laughs> Chances are, fifty percent of you are gonna like it. Uh, as uh, both Aiden and Wyatt's favorite roommate and secret lover I have a reputation to uphold Uh as a guest on today's show I need to behave myself or else I will forever lose the love of my roommates Uh, Aiden is actually out for blood he will hurt me if I do not behave myself during the recording and Wyatt will stop giving me kisses after helping him play ring fit every day <laughs> uh, I just wanted to, to ring fit. Well, get I'm that sure. Way. I'm sure you're gonna ha- present like, some great topics and have a great <laughs> conversation with us. Uh, Please, because uh, I I really like this uh, this episode's talk because like a vegan movie, you can sort of frame that in so many different ways. You know. Yep. Um, That's right. Brandon Boy, Chris. I. Yeah, Brandon, yeah. tell me, like, what was your, like, process behind Please. constructing your three-film stack of vegans? So I actually have a movie, one movie that is, like, literally, like, I'd consider it a vegan movie. Mm-hmm. And then I have two okay. movies that are not necessarily vegan movies, but I, <laughs> I have a reason for why I've chosen them, and I'm going to reveal them later on in the podcast. So we'll see what happens. What about you, Chris? Yeah, for me, it was kind of like a a situation where I was trying to find movies that kind of coincide with like the philosophy of veganism, whether that be like, you know, um, obviously like animal rights and, um, you know, the health of humans, but also like the environment and, um, you know, like capitalism and all that. There's a lot to like kind of go into there. So I wanted to find films that kind of like delve into that. Um, and so some of these films like have had like very like significant, um, like personal effect on me as a person. So I feel like this will be a really fun topic to talk about. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of different aspects of veganism that you can talk about in film, like whether it be like main characters, like centered around characters who are vegan or, uh, like you said, commentary on like sort of like the meat industry and stuff like that. And, uh, sort of that vegan lifestyle, you know, and I think I went with a little combination of both of your uh, little reasonings behind picking vegan movies. So, all right. I'm excited. I'm excited to see everyone's pick. This is going to be a very fun and creative episode. Mm -hmm. So before we get into the picks, of course, as always, let's run down the rules of the show. Once a week, we set a topic or theme to go our separate ways to construct our own three film stack. Then after a week, we come back here on the podcast and share our own stacks one film at a time. Then at the end of the show, we will mix and match our nine films, make the ultimate descent. Oh fuck! Shit! It's done. So we mix and match our nine films, make the ultimate decision. What quintessential three film stack we're checking out of this hypothetical video store? There, it happens every so often that I mess up. I can't believe this. If this was the first <laughs> podcast someone's listening to right now, I'm stacked. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> they have no you. idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Steven, as our guest, please kick off this episode for us oh. with your first vegan movie. It's an absolute honor. So just to <laughs> state first off, just what veganism is as yes. a whole. The Vegan oh, deci- yes. Society defines veganism. This is a quote as a philosophy and way of living which seeks to exclude, as far as is possible and practical, all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose, and by extension promotes the development and use of animal-free alternatives for the benefit of animals, humans, and the environment. And this also includes dietary stuff and stuff like that, right? Uh, So my first pick is a truly vegan experience and I don't think any of you guys might have taken a perspective on this because I actually mm. struggled to come up with my list of movies as well uh, okay. for this mm. this stack. Uh, my first movie is none other than Joker, directed by Todd Phillips <laughs> and <can't> starring <laughs> vegan actor Joaquin Phoenix. Vegan since he was three years oh old. Oh my, this is the first time I'm bringing up Joker in this podcast <laughs> and it's <for> vegan <laughs> Thank God. I was Thank saving God. that for, I was saving that for something, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Stephen, tell okay. us about Joker. What's Joker? Yes. Oh, please. I've seen it once. I, big, I I remember every part of it, obviously. It is obviously my favorite movie, and I've obviously uh, I loved every scene of it. I like the movie. Uh, uh, first off, not only is this a great movie, but if you look at the Oscar speech that uh, Joaquin mm. Phoenix give. He, his speech talks about the animal agriculture industry, actually. And he talked about uh, the dairy industry and stuff like that and said that he disagrees with that. So it, in my opinion, this is a vegan movie. And I did go through recently and skim through the, the movie one more time. It does not feature any vegan characters, unfortunately. And I'm sure you guys noticed that there aren't many vegan characters in movies in general. Like, right. it's hard for me to find some of those that even have some. Uh it's a great couch experience with your buddies and pals watching Joker, that stairs scene, everything. There is no meat that is prominently featured eaten in the film. Uh, Did you sure. look in the fridge scene where he's taking apart the fridge before he crawls <laughs> I, you know, No meat there. Uh, no meat there. <laughs> Wyatt, a uh, friend of the show, he would, uh, he talked to me and said, isn't there milk in there or something? Even if there was, I just want, even if there was milk in there, you don't know for sure that that's cow's milk. It could be just almonds. Saying. Yeah. Could You're be all right. milk. It's it's vegan Joaquin Phoenix, man. Could be some other kind of milk. We don't know. In a in an interview, Joaquin Phoenix said, "Me and my siblings witnessed fishing and witnessed fish being killed in a really violent and aggressive way. It was just absolutely obli- obvious that it was something we didn't want to participate in and we didn't want to support. To me, it just seems obvious. I didn't want to cause pain to another human, another empathetic uh, creature. Uh, so." Uh, I think it's a really fun movie to watch. It's a very popular film, obviously. It's the first, uh, 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 I don't know. What do you guys think? Tell me. Well, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll speak because I'm, yeah. I'm the Joker advocate of the buddies. <laughs> one, one might say. Um, so, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, Joker, um, very outside the box pick, you know, to say the least. But um, I do definitely think, like, you have the po- a point when you say, like, this film, even though, like, a lot of it doesn't deal with veganism, it has provided a platform, I feel, for the discourse of vegan like, culture to, like, into, like, you know, more popular discussion. Because I know, like, I remember, Brandon, even you, like, when 
when Joaquin Phoenix won the Oscar, like I know like he wasn't necessarily your top pick, even though I I know you think he gave a good performance, but I remember you telling me like even though you might not have agreed with the pick of him being best actor for the year, I know that you were also moved by his speech. And I totally agree. The agriculture like like perspective that he builds in like Joaquin builds in that speech and like across a lot of his persona as a celebrity is very like you know i think very vegan friendly so i think this is a surprising out of the box but still valid pick ethan what do you think about joker being our first vegan film steven i have good news i just went through the fridge scene i don't see a single dairy product in that fridge so oh i think that gets me off i think we're good yeah Um, oh you know i have to change my pants (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry uh yeah i mean i i liked joker i thought it was a funny movie you know like sure. fun, funny to be it's, it's funny. funny how can you like it's a comedy it's the joker he has to be funny joker you know? christ you know joker like joker christ when i see a joker i laugh all right because he's a clown and clowns are funny and i thought that joker movie was pretty funny so i had a great time watching it um yeah i think you know he kind of Joker in this movie kind of has the, the the stereotypical body of a vegan that you'd think of, of that a body a vegan has. You know, very slim. You, know? you can tell you can tell that this Joker Savage. doesn't eat any meat. You know, um, sure. I th- I think I, mean, I don't. I think the process like who was it? No, I think it was Christian Bale's. Some actor only ate apples to like slim down or something like that. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that was Joaquin Phoenix in this. Movie. I think that was I think that was Joaquin. Yeah. He only yeah. ate, like he only ate an, like literally an apple a day or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I do want to say he he lost like thirty pounds for this role, so he can't. Yeah. You can it is un, un, unlike what people think. Vegan 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 <laughs> diets uh, can support a very healthy lifestyle, and more often, more a lot of research is conclusive that veganism is one of the healthiest diets you can actually follow. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm not going to get into health on the podcast because <laughs> I'm not a health uh, expert. Yeah, we'll sa- we'll save those for the scientists. Um, Please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I-, I think it's very cool to link uh, a sort of, I don't know, say what you will about the quality of its message, but it is, it is sort of an anti-capitalist piece, even though it's created by a very capitalist corporation, <laughs> corporation you know? But, huh. it, you know, we live in a society, you know? And, oh my. and uh, yeah, Brandon, what do you think about Joker? <laughs> what is it brandon he, do you think he did co- it's a movie <laughs> it is a movie but is it a vegan movie the best movie that's what oh, we're asking today. i i'm more i i think he did a keto diet you know <laughs> for, for the, <laughs> i'm not here to argue the merits of joker i'm here to argue the merits of joker as a vegan film and let me tell you yeah it looks like he wasn't eating very much hence the veganism well we love it we love to see it <laughs> We love to see it. He's being healthy. He's 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 a great guy. You know what can what can we say? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, you guys have already taken the words out of my mouth here. Uh, Joker is a vegan, confirmed. Uh, that should be written in the Warner Brothers canon for the rest of time. Should you know he likes killing people, but he doesn't say anything about animals. You know. Uh, alrighty then, Chris, take us into your first vegan. All right. Movie. Well. My films, like, they slowly are going to get more and more out of the box. So I'm going to start off with something that's a little bit more like, yeah, we're going to, like, this one is a bit more like, okay, this makes good sense. 
Um, my first film, I, I was bouncing around between two films. The one that I didn't pick was a film that we brought up in the coming of age list. I don't know if anyone else has picked it, but it was the one I didn't pick was Raw, the ah. uh, the French horror film. Mm-hmm. That was very close. It was literally like this close to coming in, but I decided to go somewhere else. And I ended up with a film from, I believe, 2017, um, directed by none other than Bong Joon-ho. It is Okja. 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 Double stack. Hey, it's a double I had stack. a feeling. I had a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll just summarize it basically. Um, Okja is about a young girl who names, I think, how do you pronounce her name? Miha? Or M I J A is, I know that's how you pronounce spell her name. I believe it's, I believe it's pronounced Okja. No, no, the girl, the little girl. Human, you idiot. <laughs> All right. I I haven't seen it. So. <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a little girl, and um, she is the caretaker and companion to Okja, <laughs> this giant animal that is like incredibly sweet and kind, and just like the like those two are like a Totoro like level kind of like companionship. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also the film deals with kind of like multinational corporations that are trying to abuse animals for their their own like materialistic um you know self like i don't know self-obsessed image i suppose um and yeah so it's also a it's kind of a heist film in a way like they're trying to get back this animal um and yeah i'm gonna leave it there because kind of in bong joon ho fashion it's a very twisty and lots of plot narrative shifting here and there but yeah, this was a film that I remember watching way back in 2017 and being kind of enamored by how, like, like just as an environmental story, like, being so kind of, like, engulfed by how, like, intersectional it is. Like, I guess, like, growing up, I never really, like, fully understood, like, how, like, corporation and, like, environmentalism kind of coexist under one umbrella. And this mm-hmm. was kind of a film that unified them for me and helped me, like, understand that, like, in order to fight one, you have to you have to like work with or against the other, I suppose. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of really interesting to kind of explore that. But Ethan, you double stacked with me on this, so what do you think? Yeah, I think this was like one of the first films for me as well, where like I started realizing that 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 sort of uh, stop using straws and shit like that kind of mentality is not really the thing that's like protecting our planet, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's more very true. Yeah, it's more these big corporations that that's run by Tilda Swinton's character and mm-hmm. utilizes uh, personalities such as Jake Gyllenhaal. Like we got Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie is fucking insane. <laughs> he, like, he always is, but wow, this is like but, wow, Nightcrawler yeah. Beyond. <laughs> it's like night. It's like Nightcrawler at the end of Nightcrawler. You know when he's like absolutely <laughs> crazy, but then he has like an Animal Planet show. You know. So he's he's half like uh, Steve Irwin, half Nightcrawler, and it's, um, it's it's a pretty unforgettable performance, I gotta say. And yeah, yeah. like you said, Chris, like, um, it's it's a very like uh, intense film, especially when it gets to the end. You know, I don't want to reveal like sort of the twists and turns that are sort of a staple to Bong Joon Ho's movies, but um, it does it 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 creates like a beautiful relationship between this girl and this, what are they, they call them like super pigs or something like that. I think so. Giant giant hippo like guys. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it made for a fun film. I think I got to give it a rewatch now that I've seen more of, 
I think this was my maybe my first. No, this was my second because Snowpiercer was my first Bong Joon Ho movie, and this was yeah. my second. And now and that I've seen more, I feel like it'd be nice to revisit this one sometime. Yeah, there's also a small thing, but I just wanted to mention it. Um, yeah, Stephen Yun is in this movie. He is, and, and with Paul Dano. Yeah, and all right, we're big Stephen Yun fans here. So <laughs> yes. I love that man. Yes, love it. Steven, you've seen Okja, right? I have seen Okja, yes. What, what, what are your thoughts? Oh, I I really enjoyed it. It's a very pleasant uh, couch experience. I'm sure <laughs> it would score highly on the boner scale. Well, no, probably pretty low. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're... Uh, uh, it, uh, 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 you know, it's a film about struggle and triumph and uh, and terrifying thoughts and stuff. And, you know, I, I remember when I watched it, I thought to myself, this kind of thing happens in the real world, too, but with real animals. And then yeah. I kept eating meat for like another whatever amount of years, you know. Uh, hey, I think, e- yeah, I, mean, <laughs> Ethan, I, I think the... Uh, I think it, you made an, a good point when you talked about the straw thing. You know, there, there's a lot of uh, me. I'm I'm very uh, well versed in internet vegan lingo. Like I've gone mm-hmm. on a lot of those forums, and I like to lurk on there and see what they lurk. think. Because a lot of these people, uh, I think they're very respectable people, and I think they have their. Uh, I think you know their their heads are on right or whatever. Uh, but some people tend to get a little off course sometimes. And, uh, I mean, that's what a lot of people like to exaggerate, uh, you know, in media and stuff like in ex- extreme vegans and this and that. But I going back to the straw thing, um, a lot of people like to meme about how that it's like, oh, well, you should stop using straws to save the fish. I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You should stop eating fish to save the fish. And they're like, what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? I'm not going to do that. Are you right. are you insane? You know, uh, so. Uh, yeah, I really like Okja. Uh, uh, only critique that, in my opinion, would not make this a vegan movie, uh, mm-hmm. but I still think it is a vegan movie. Uh, Bong Joon-ho went vegan uh, during the making of this film, but afterwards, he stopped being vegan. Wow. Controversial. It is way more vegan than other movies. I think uh-huh. it's important to note that there are almost no movies that exist that would be truly vegan. Even if there is a humane society like uh, like little notification disclaimer at the end of movies, more likely than not, animals were eaten throughout the production of that movie. So no yeah. movie is truly vegan. So we have to understand that. But that said, I love Dokja. It's a great movie. They're lying to us. They're lying. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> yeah. you're a big Bon Joon-ho fan. Why have you not seen Okja yet? It's on Netflix. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wonders, you know. It's one of the wonders that I'm waiting to get to. <laughs> Brandon, you can if you watch this movie, you'll complete Bond's like trilogy of environmentalist films with Snowpiercer and Host. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I'm not that big of a fan of the Host, so. You like Snowpiercer? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I love that movie. <laughs> well, uh, I, I would recommend Okja. Yeah. I need to watch it. I love movies, and I just I, I don't know why I haven't gotten. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I yeah. love movies. Really? Oh, okay. It didn't take it's you for to... that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been roasted on my own podcast. I will see myself out. <laughs> oh, this is the first time you've been roasted on your own podcast. Yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> um, get a job. I'm kidding. Get a job. Oh, oh, I should we'll stay on back. <laughs> That's an episode 35 joke. All right, come on. We've we've moved We're moving on. on. <laughs> um, all right. So my first pick. What? Um, it's Phoenix. second pick. Well, you went Okja. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> my I already did my first pick. All right, so you Brandon, used your double stack, man. Yes, that's right. Oh my god, look who knows the rules of the show. Not me. Yeah, all right, I've listened uh, to an episode. 
<laughs> or more. Yeah. All right, yes. Brandon, <laughs> give us your first pick. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, have you guys heard of a little documentary called Food Inc.? Yes. Yes. Food Inc. I, I watched this movie so many times growing up. I saw this movie in theaters growing up. Why? Because my mom was kind of a health nut. Love you, mom, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she made us eat uh, less meat growing up, so we weren't vegans necessarily, but we didn't consume the amount that necessarily everybody in my neighborhood uh, consumed, and as a result, she took us to this movie, and one of the reasons why I've chosen this movie is because I think it's a great movie at depicting this, like kind of like Okja, this, this corporate culture uh, that is like allowing us to eat chemicals and so much mass-produced disgusting meat like they talk about in the film how they like don't really make like chicken nuggets for example in mcdonald's or something um aside from like the fries and stuff that are made from potatoes that are like filled with uh chemicals and stuff like that from monsanto with the chicken nuggets they're ground up pieces of meat that are like not like a piece of the body so it's like you don't know what you're getting. It's like that mystery food that you're talking about. And it's disgusting, right? And I Russian feel like roulette if, nuggets. Right, exactly. And if you were to try and eat food uh, from a fast food restaurant, this is probably what you're going to get. You're going to get that. And I think it perfectly represents the vegan cause because I think it allows people to see what they're eating and maybe change their mind in regards to what they're dieting. Uh, or what they what they have in their diet, and I think that is very important. And I think it's one of the main movies that has definitely impacted the way I see most fast food restaurants. And I don't think you're alone in that because, um, while I haven't seen the film, I know that like uh, this is like one of like the most important documentaries in terms of like actually like cr- like introducing a giant like. Uh, demographic of people to this problem you know it's it's sort of like the blackfish what blackfish did for like sea world and stuff like that for like the meat industry because i know when this movie came out there was like so much buzz about it and i don't know why i didn't go see it. i remember my mom saw it or something and she was like oh it's really it's really gross you know she's also sort of a health nut and stuff like that but she didn't force me to see it so unlucky me but also lucky me i don't know <laughs> uh but yeah i definitely want to check it out because i heard like there, there, there's some intense imagery in this film, isn't there, Brandon? Like, yeah, it's pretty visceral because yeah. it like, and and even if you're like very accustomed to like seeing like gore on film or something like that, it will disturb right. you in a sense because it is this realness because it's it's a documentary. Yeah. If you guys uh, haven't heard of it, uh, behind the behind the YouTube or Spotify link, sorry, uh, <laughs> but yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a documentary it's kind of it's kind of insane uh-huh uh steven have you have you yeah. seen food inc or yeah. what do you think so about i think i watched it in like middle school or something i don't have it listed as watched on letterbox though i don't really remember it that well right. uh but i remember watching it and maybe turning it off or maybe watching the whole thing i don't know uh as a vegan and also it's important to keep note that i was not vegan for 21 about 21 years of my life um so it's important you know to be empathetic about these sorts of things. Uh, Brandon, I just wanted to comment on the reductionism that you mentioned with your family, how you guys ate less meat. And that's a really great thing. Um, 
just veganism wise, a lot of vegans might say, no, that's not, you know, hey, or like if someone says I'm vegan for the environment, they'll say, no, you're wrong. It's an ethical stance, which it at its core, it is an ethical stance. Um, mm. But uh, it's also about environmentalism and it's also about your health. And uh, I think that whatever reason someone uses to either not eat meat or reduce the amount of meat eaten is a win for the vegan movement just in general because fewer animals are being harmed in the process. Um, but that said, Food Inc. is definitely a vegan documentary. I will give it the vegan stamp of approval. Um, even though I haven't seen it in a while, um, I would be interested in watching it again if there was some sort of, I don't know, three movies only type thing, you know, <laughs> or, uh, you had to a choose that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> shit, you're right. Oh, wait. That's, that's what this is. This is a podcast? Oh, what the? Yeah. Oh. oh, wow, that or, works out real nice. Spotify? Behind the YouTube Behind link. Behind the YouTube link? <laughs> Whatever the fuck that meant, Brandon. Uh, Chris, I want to ask you. Uh, yes. I know you haven't seen this movie, but it's on your watch list. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what? what is the sort of... The, the consensus around the meat industry in Hong Kong? That's what I want. At least in the environment that I was raised in, like, it was always kind of an afterthought, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. it's not something I think a lot of people think about very much. Like... I never really like there's okay I'm gonna tell this joke there's a there's kind of a this really dumb joke about um organic food in Asia mm-hmm. um and the joke goes um what what does organic food mean to Asian people? It better be walking or swimming, and that's organic to Asian people mm, you know <laughs> i uh this is gonna this this i wanna make a statement this is gonna sound bad, but what I'm saying yes. is, is this is a fact. This isn't something racist I'm about to say. I want to make okay. it clear, okay? okay? Yeah. I used to work. This is all. I should not have put that. I forget. Wait, wait. So, <laughs> I hate Steven. You will. You, there's you, never you been. Censor that. Censor that. No, yeah, censor it. Censor it. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, God. Go ahead. Go I, um, before I went vegan, I worked as a butcher at, for a while. Uh, oh, for wow. a month. Just a month. Whoa. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, no. And uh, only about eight months after I was a butcher, when I was thinking about these things um, and came back to my apartment smelling like chicken blood and having like bits of dead cow in my shoes and stuff or whatever, which was true. This is not an exaggeration. Um, only eight months after, roughly, did I decide to make that change in my life and didn't fully know why, but knew it was something that made me uncomfortable. And I think just people thinking about meat and where it comes from in general makes people uncomfortable, you know. Absolutely. Um, what was I talking about? Why am I talking about this? Uh, I don't oh, know. Something Asian stuff. Oh, oh racism uh, there were a bunch of... Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, there were always... Uh, not always, but the majority <laughs> of... Uh, like in, in the area I was working, um, there were a lot mm-hmm. of uh, larger Asian population. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. a lot of people would come in and say they want extra fresh uh, meat and stuff like yeah. that. And some people would be like very fresh. Like I think there's a very big culture. I'm not sure. Uh, yes, definitely. Just in Asia in general about very fresh food. People would, mm-hmm. specifically Asian people, when they would come to me, they would be like, I want the freshest. And I, I don't know anything. I just know what's in the case. I'm like, that's sure that's fresh because we don't know. Like right. we're, we're, we're just as clueless as you because we're not the ones who are doing the killing. You know, it just comes in a box and. We unpack it and put it out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's no, so yeah. fascinating. Yeah, def- like definitely, Stephen. Like that's something I think is kind of ingrained in Asian culture is the idea of like fresh. You know, like it's always yeah. like at least in my family, for example, um, when it was time to go grocery shopping, we get our we get our meat fresh from the market. Like I've seen, like the the at least the market that I my family went to, the um all the like cow and chicken or whatever meat that was already. The the animals were already killed and like the meat was just hanging up and 
you know, yada, 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 you order whatever it is you want to bring home. Um, but the fish is live. And watching all, watching that is brutal yeah. to me. Because I'm, if you, I know Ethan and Brandon know, but Steven, I don't eat seafood, like ever. Mm-hmm. Which is odd. Partially because I'm allergic to shellfish, but I choose not to eat any <laughs> seafood at all. Um, Same, man. Yeah, so that's <laughs> so yeah, like um I definitely see what you mean in the sense of like it's kind of like it's also kind of like a cultural issue or one that like we like you know it's kind of hard to pull people out of that because it's like it's so ingrained in the way they grew up or the world exactly. that they live in. So it's mm-hmm. it's all about that. But yeah, no, that's a really interesting observation. There there's a really great uh, animal rights activist named Gary Yarovsky. He has a video on YouTube called The Greatest Speech You'll Ever Hear, clickbait title, whatever. Um, but uh, he talks about like some of the main reasons for why people uh, don't go vegan. And one of those things is culture. And another thing is habit, you know. And another mm. thing is it's tasty, you know. People like in comment sections of vegan videos will r- write, oh, eating a steak while watching this herder or you know, or people responding, eating steaks or whatever. It's like people who are, like I said, I, I ate meat for 21 years of my life about, you know, it's like people who are vegan know usually, you know, what meat tastes like and all that stuff. So, uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, I lost track of where I was going with that again, no, but that's, I knew it was that's related. That's a great point because I think like the main, cause main thing for me of why I still eat meat is probably because of habit, you know, um, growing yeah. up, I would eat a lot yeah. of like it's hard. chicken and beef but i didn't eat any pork or fish so now i like when people like i'd make a choice not to eat any pork or fish you know but i I still eat shrimp and stuff like that because that was probably also habit but like it is it is a lot harder for me to like sort of it's easier for me to like to reject pork because of like knowing how they were treated stuff like that than it is for beef and i don't know why that is you know it's weird it's crazy yeah I was going to say, like, it's similar, like, in, in veganism, people will oftentimes make uh, arguments of, like, if you grew up eating uh, dogs all the time growing up, mm-hmm. and, you know, when you're older, you're like, oh, I don't want to eat dogs anymore. That's just that these dogs are sentient. They're, they're amazing creatures, or they're obviously capable of feeling pain or whatever. It's like, you know, the majority of the world would be against you on that, saying you shouldn't eat dogs. Right. Um, but, you know, veganism is more about, like, well, what's the difference between a dog and a cow, right? Is oh well culture or habit or taste uh, etc that kind of thing. I'm just trying to be the front man of veganism <laughs> as a whole right now. Yeah, saying and what people think. Proud of you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Well, Stephen, do you want to take us into oh. your second film? Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, you know, I have. I didn't tell you guys this, but I have another thing prepared. But it's only if you guys are interested in it. I uh, I made a game called spot the vegan it's a quick segment as a little intermission (laughs) let's do it yeah let's play spot the vegan okay this is a very quick segment with just three rounds in total in it i will ask the three of you to guess which of three famous actors and filmmakers is vegan okay whoever wins the most rounds wins my heart but more importantly you are going to be the official owner of the unofficial official stack theme song that I presented in this episode. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. Stakes are high. One really big rule, no yeah. Googling in this game. I know you guys love to Google things. Don't yep. Google. Hands off the keyboards. Yes. Live in the okay. moment and be free, okay? Okay. Okay. Three rounds total, one special bonus round. Okay. Number one, Tim Heidecker, Zendaya, or Alec Baldwin. Which of the three of them is vegan? You guys can just say whenever. You don't have to buzz. Let's go around. Everyone can say whatever they think. Don't give reasoning. They're, they're, for the listeners, 
Brandon and Chris just like raise their head like schoolboys. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I know, I know. Pick me, pick me. Teach. Uh, Alec go Baldwin. Around. Okay, Alec you think Baldwin. Alec Baldwin? Baldwin. I'll, I'll go with Heidecker. Heidecker. All right, Ethan. Oh shit! I kind of want to go Alec Baldwin too, but I guess to make things interesting, I'll go to Zendaya. Zendaya's right. Mishi. Let's go. All right, Tim Heidecker is not vegan. Dang. So, Oof. damn. Zendaya is vegetarian. Baldwin Fuck! is vegan. After being diagnosed as pre-diabetic in 2011, Baldwin had no choice but to amend his unhealthy lifestyle, and he returned. He turned to veganism. How sweet. Mm. So, who's got a point? Let me keep track. Okay, me. Brandon's Brandon. got the first Brandon point. Brandon won. Okay, round two. Okay. Jason Biggs, Brad Pitt, or Greta Gerwig? Oh, I'm going Brad Pitt. He's probably vegan. All right. Ethan thinks Brad Pitt. I'm Brandon gonna go, Chris? I'm going to go Brad Pitt as well. Brandon thinks I'm gonna Brad go, Pitt. I'm going to go Jason Pig. Jason Pigs. Jason Biggs. Jason, Jason Biggs. <laughs> How dare okay. you insult my, okay. my lookalike in American Pie? <laughs> that guy fucked a pie, man. I, it's insane. I know. I saw. I saw that. <laughs> okay, he gets me every time. Jason Biggs is not vegan. Dang. He did appear in a PETA commercial, but he is not confirmed vegan, which is interesting. <clears throat> uh, Brad Pitt is vegan and has been for oh, a while. Wow. He stated that he is a passionate a- animal rights activist, and he declared that he absolutely hated it when he was married to An- Angelina Jolie and his chair. Uh, she and his children ate animal-based products. Greta Gerwig is not vegan, and she has stated one time that she disliked a vegan soup. That's all I could find on her. <laughs> there you go. She didn't like the soup. How dare she? <laughs> so we got, uh, what, uh, who, I don't know. You guys are Brandon's. Track, Brandon's at two. I'm at one. Yeah. If, Ethan, if Ethan takes takes the next round and Brandon doesn't, they'll tie. They'll tie. I have no chance. But okay. Well, there is a special bonus round. There's a bonus yeah. round, Chris. There's bonus so round's worth double. I just made tie. that up. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> Round three. Okay. Charlie Chaplin, Dakota Fanning, or Casey Affleck? Oh, shit. Ooh, I, I'm going to go Casey Affleck. I'll she go Dakota. Okay. I'm going to go Charlie Chapman. Whoa. Chapman. Chaplin. Ways. Not Chapman. Wow. Charlie Chapman. Whoa. <laughs> High stakes. Charlie yeah. Chaplin was not vegan. Fuck! He attempted to go vegetarian multiple times in his life, but it never worked out for him. Uh, Dakota Fanning is also not vegan. Uh, but she was seemingly once vegetarian. I found quotes about her being vegetarian <laughs> online. Nothing conclusive, but she is not anymore. Uh, Casey Affleck is vegan, and he has gone on the record saying that he will not support an industry that makes unhealthy products by torturing animals. That is a direct quote from Casey Affleck. So what are we at now? I'm not good at keeping track. Three, you, two, Chris is zero. at zero. Well, no, is Chris at three? No, it's you. three, one, zero. Three, right, one, well, we're going to do our no, special no. bonus round. Bonus I round. don't think anyone can catch up to Brandon. I <laughs> can tie with him. I can tie with him. If I, what, can, what can I say? I know my vegan actors, guys. <laughs> I, I know them. <laughs> They're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> For the special bonus round, I, worth two points. Sure, I don't know. Double. Okay. We've got Greg Turkington, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer, and Daisy Ridley. Oh, shit. I'm going to go Greg Turkington. I'm going to go Greg Turkington. Sure, I'll go Pfeiffer then. E- even though he was the manager at Baskin-Robbins and Ant-Man, I'm going to go Greg Turkington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go... Who was the last one? Daisy Ridley. I'm going to go Daisy Ridley. I feel like she's she's vegan. This is a special bonus round, which means the rules were thrown out. All three of them are vegan. This was a, yeah! this was a, a special. We're all winners here on staff. Yay! All three of them are vegan. 
Five wow. clearly five. Well, then Brandon still five. clearly wins. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> wins. Brandon. He wins. You won my heart. Steven's heart, and you won the song. So you win the song. I will send it directly to you and no one else. I'll send it to you, Ethan. It'll make your life easier. But <laughs> so Brandon wins. Yeah. He owns it. Whatever. Just extra steps for me to have to go steal it from Brandon. Uh, All right. I also want to uh, say uh, yeah. before I get into my second movie pick that Wyatt yes. wanted me to do a vegan takeover. My roommate Wyatt wanted me to do a vegan takeover of the pod and be like my episode, but I didn't do okay. that because I thought that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. My second Let's pick. Let's get back to the juiciness. Yeah. This one's a doozy. Ooh. Somehow. I only just watched this movie a few days ago because my parents don't understand cinema. Mm. It's an absolute classic, and I'm sure some of you already know what movie I'm talking about. It will be talked about until the end of time, and I'm not kidding. It is one of the most influential, most genre-defining films ever created, at least within the last few decades. It's such a good movie that it spawned a sequel that some say is even better, and in total, there are 13 of these movies in the franchise oh. since the original came out in 1984. We're talking yeah. about The Terminator, directed by James Vegan Cameron, what? starring Veganator himself, Arnold Vegan oh. Schwarzenegger. The what? most vegan movie of all time! Oh my God! There I are 13? No are you kidding me? There are 13 of these? <laughs> <laughs> 13, there are 13. I looked it up on IMDb. There are 13 Terminator movies in total. Insane. <laughs> I thought you wow, were going to okay. go Land Before Time. <laughs> I've Wait not seen it. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. No. Uh, Outreach. <laughs> so, Stephen, all right. Well, let's let's dive into this vegan reading of Terminator. What you got for us? Yes. The v- this is this is the normal Terminator, the Terminator that came out in 1984. Yes. It's it's a it's action packed. It's filled with sex and gore and violence and guns and and guns and boobies and and sex and violence and more violence and guns and fire and, and boobies. Yeah. What more could you ask for? That said, there does appear to be milk being drank in at the, in the film and ice cream uh, being put into a pocket of an unsuspecting waitress. Uh, but there is no clarification that those are animal products, so it's up in the air. Those could be vegan. We don't know. 1984, did those vegan things exist? Def- definitely not. But it could have happened. You never know. Yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, has gone on the record saying that eating a plant-based diet is one of the most healthy diets one can follow. James Cameron produced a documentary called The Game Changers uh, about plant-based and vegan diets and why they are healthy for you. Um, he is an adamant vegan and believes excuse me, that eating a plant-based diet is, is super good for you. Very good. Very, very uh, good. And Let me tell also, you I can't. Oh, please, Brandon. This has got to be, because, listen, this has got to be a vegan-friendly franchise, because guess what, guys? The Terminators, they're robots. They can't eat, even if they wanted to. They can't eat that. <laughs> they can't eat meat. They can't eat plants. And they it's are also vegan. sort of like a cautionary tale. It's you know? a cautionary tale. Where humans are the ones being hunted in these movies, you know? That's right, because so they like eat animal products. We're being mm. put in animal shoes, you Subliminal know? So messaging. if you see that and you say, I don't want to be hunted down like a dang old deer, you know? Then maybe I shouldn't hunt down dang old deer and eat them. I don't know. <laughs> so my question is, what do yeah. you guys think of this movie? I, I'm a I'm a fan of the first Terminator, you know? I, I still yeah. think that, T2 is the superior in the franchise, even though I, I just I, I only believe that there are two films in this Terminator franchise, and that's just the first two. There's don't care three. about the rest. Nope. Don't care about the rest. 
Don't, there's yeah. no others. Nope. Just don't throw them in the bin. This. Throw them in the bin. Throw them in the fucking fire pit. Um, <laughs> I love uh, Arnold in this movie. You know, I think it might be a career defining role for him. Do I see him more as the Terminator or as uh, Conan the Barbarian? Conan? No, I don't. I see him as the Terminator. <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's really fun, and the effects were great at the time. You know, James Cameron's always like a director that likes to push visual effects, as we've talked about previously on the podcast. Um, and there's some really cool practical stuff in here, like the eye surgery scene. You know how oh, they yeah. were able to do that with uh, sort of creating a faux mirror and stuff like that and sort of the the tur- like the terminator like puppetry and stop motion behind the actual robots and it just it makes for a really great like you know because it's it, it's a terminator it's hunting down people so it's a good chase movie you know uh it gets a little a little hot and steamy relationship between the two humans you know and we get that that really awkwardly long sex scene in the motel but um <laughs> but it doesn't leads to it's great doesn't bother it's wonderful. me yeah it's, it's, it's yeah. wonderful it's great uh, pause and relax yeah great great uh female character <laughs> mm-hmm. about um, a five on the boner scale five, five. see and, arnold's button it yeah and the oh yeah we get we see some arnold butt cheeks in this movie quite a bit you know God damn stable. right naked time traveling people always very cool not uh, vegan ass <laughs> that's a now that there is a vegan ass uh, yeah <laughs> And yeah, uh, I enjoy this film. What do you What do you guys think, Brandon? Uh, James Cameron's at least because I've seen all of his like major films, so I'm not counting his Piranha film or his two documentaries. But out of all of his narrative features that I've seen after from Terminator, after he's never made a bad movie, and Terminator is just a long line. Yeah, screw you. Avatar's a good movie. <laughs> Ethan <laughs> like, just flipped. Not according to our film theory professor. She's wrong. I said it's it. All gone. I said nope. it. Yeah, but she also said Captain America's racist. So, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great movie. It's one of my favorite uh, films. That's an action movie. Uh, it's up there with T two for me, just because I think the first time I watched T two, it just caught me off guard and how it was like, it was surprising. But with Terminator, I consistently get the same level of enjoyment every time I watch it, and it's a film that is surprisingly not super high budget in comparison to a lot of action films you might see right mm-hmm. so like i feel like it takes liberties that most films wouldn't have and it's a very enjoyable feature because of it it's a great sci-fi chris yeah i mean you know i've <laughs> i've never approached the terminator movies with a vegan lens before but <laughs> um i mean your argument about like how like it's kind of like placing humans in the position of the animals like you know kind of not being the apex predator anymore is actually a kind of an interesting take on the whole concept of you know and ha- like how you can empathize i feel like and i feel like that's a big part of um the philosophy of veganism is kind of like creating a sense of like holistic empathy between human and nature or like yeah i'm not sure but like i don't know i think under that lens i can definitely see why one might argue that this is a a strong vegan film so well, i'm on board only with difference it. only difference is an animal can't run it's trapped Ooh, it's true forever just like an okja at the end of okja and then that one animal oh no spoiler never mind Spoilers. Oh, never mind i'm not what? listening blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> we don't know anything i was talking about a different okja yeah don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs>
All right, great second right. pick. Chris, go into yours. Yep. So this is the only film that – this is one of the few films that really stimulated my aversion to seafood. This was like around the time when I made this, that conscious decision, uh-huh. and this was definitely one of them. It's a 2009 documentary uh, by – I don't know how to pronounce his name. Louis – P-S-I – Louis C.K. Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, Louis C.K. Um, no, it's Louis P.S.I.H.O.Y.O.S. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. Uh, 2009, it's called The Cove. So uh-huh. The Cove is kind of like a predecessor in a weird way to Blackfish. It, it, uh, it explores the true story of a group of people who vowed to protect... Um, animals all over the world and they go into a covert mission in japan where they know that a dolphin hunting like scheme is going on where it is it is now illegal in japan to hunt dolphins um and it's a whole like exploration of how um the meat industry in japan and just like the morality of it all there's like there are these horrifying images that i saw in this film that stick with me today where an entire cove hence this, the name of the film the cove is completely red they hunt they they corral these these dolphins into this little cove send their boats in net them in and stab them in the water right there and then pull them out harvest their meat yada 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 obviously very very troubling and disturbing images but when i watched this as a kid it really had a fundamental effect on me because it really made me realize that a lot of what I'm eating is like a sentient being. So like at the very, like I'm not like, I'm not a vegan, but um, this made me very much more aware about like when I, if I do choose to eat meat, I should be doing it in a way that's like at least a little bit empathetic. And like, I'm, I'm choosing like sustainable options rather than like much more like, you know, just like these very like corporate, like, like just shoveling meat through like a freaking like grinder or something. And I don't know, I, this movie just really touched me in a way as a kid. Um, and you know, it's kind of similar to Blackfish. And, um, I, I almost picked like one of those David Attenborough docs, like, um, Blue Planet 2 or Our Planet in place of this. But if I would be lying to myself if I didn't like pick this film because, it really is like one of, if not the only film that has genuinely affected my diet. So yeah, The Cove. Wow. This is a, I've never heard of this film. Uh, I just, I looked it up and that poster is insane. Like very uh, dynamic, but like kind of scary poster. Those dolphins being, Mm -hmm. having harpoons thrown at them. That's kind of intense. Uh, I know there's like, there's like this show I don't know that's on like the History Channel or something about like these guys that go after like whale poachers in the Pacific. I think uh, I don't know. Just, this movie just reminded me of that, and it sounds like a very cool concept. I have yet to see it, and I I definitely want to check it out. What do you guys think? I have heard of it before, um, just because like whenever you hear about like my parents are big on the environment and big on health, so I've obviously heard of this film. I just haven't seen it uh like they were more focused on like the process side of things than the actual animal rights but i definitely recognize your point because i know where you come from in terms of uh your belief about seafood and stuff so yeah good good choice what about you steven yeah i also have not seen this movie 
I think I've seen clips of it on YouTube or some other web website in the past. I think it definitely does a great job of getting the emotional uh, aspect of, uh, you know, and the real, you know, just the real world, like what's happening, these animals uh, out there, you know, there's a thing that people say in veganism a lot, which is uh, if it's not good enough for your eyes, then is it good enough for your stomach? Uh, and it's a, uh, this kind of film, I think really would probably make someone think of that question. I'm sure that's what you thought of Chris, you know, when you saw mm-hmm. this movie, you saw what they were doing to these animals and you're like, well, I don't want to eat that. That, that looks horrible. I don't want those. I don't want those animals that to happen. I don't want to have anything to do with that. You know? Yeah. I've seen documentaries on how they treat, uh, the dolphins and stuff in Japan. And I remember seeing one or like a clip on YouTube about where they were taking a tarp and like covering an entire mm-hmm. uh, section of a bay so that the reporters couldn't actually film it. Yeah. Is that from the cove or no? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I've seen part of it then I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, definitely. I mean, we're, you know, at the end of movies, you'll see the American humane society thing that I'm stealing this from letterbox from another movie. Uh, Instead of it saying, you know, no animals were harmed in the making of this film, it would, re- it would read, you know, all animals were harmed in the making of this film. So would it be a vegan movie? I think yes, because it furthers the movement. All right. Cool pick. Uh, oh, my AC is really, or my heating is really loud. I just turned on. Oh, well, I can't hear it. Okay, well, I'll <laughs> fix it in post because my mic's going fucking nuts right now, my audition. Anyways. Uh, okay, so my... Second pick, since my first one was Okja. Um, let's see. Maybe I'll go... I'll go more and more outside the box like you, Chris. Um, so my second pick is an animated film. Uh, oh, <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> directed by uh, one of the most... Like, the one of the leading animators in stop-motion animation. That is, of course, Nick Park. Uh, he teamed up with Peter Lord to direct this 2000 film. That is Chicken Run. Oh, I, I did I, not know what this is. <laughs> what? I didn't think you were going to pick this. Come on. I love Chicken Run. Chicken Run I'm, is great. It's Can't it's, wait for Chicken Run too. It's such... I remember the last time I watched this movie was like I was going uh, to college. I was going to Chapman. Like um, I was driving there right before freshman year. We, we stopped for a night and we watched this movie. And it's like it's kind of crazy how much they parallel like the meat industry with the Holocaust in this movie. Like it's kind of a Holocaust movie as an animated film, like the sort of like the symbolism and imagery in there and like sort of the dark jokes that they tell in it. It's kind of insane. Um, And I don't know. I love stop motion animation and you really root for these chickens to be free. So they're not turned into, uh, into pies the chicken pot pies i think that's what like what this farm is about and while this movie does feature uh mel gibson which is weird like talking about everything that i just talked about before a <laughs> fuck mel gibson but he he does a good vocal performance as the, uh, the american rooster guy i don't know man i'm, I'm not gonna sing any more praise that wow. fuck. uh but it's a it's an interesting movie that's like sort of uh gone away from the the like sort of the the animation discourse you know um but i I think they're making a sequel or something like that like on netflix or something they aren't mel gibson's not involved who would have thought yeah (laughs) uh brandon what do you what do you think about chicken run this is a childhood favorite of mine yeah yeah i remember seeing this movie so much as a kid i have the vhs tape for it back home 
And uh, I think it's a really, like you said, it's a very good, like, attempt at, it's like a animal holocaust movie. Kind of like, you know, how an animal farm, the book. Uh, it's like this, this depiction of life uh, through the eyes of an animal and like what kind of society they were all in. And it makes it harder to uh, eat them or to consider them not to be living, intelligent beings. And Chicken One was really effective in that for me. And I, I really enjoyed the movie. I haven't watched it in years, so I can't speak to its veganness as much. But I do remember that it is very much a survival movie. And a lot like other animal films, maybe like Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox or even maybe even a little bit of Over the Hedge from DreamWorks. You've got that like pro animal status. And I, I really I really fuck with that. All right, Steven, what do you think about Chicken Run? Have you seen it? Yeah. You know, I think I saw it when I was a kid at some point or another. I don't remember it too well. Um, but I, you know, I think this movie really puts on display. Uh, uh, is a quote from philosopher Jeremy Bentham where he said, the question is not can they reason nor can they talk, but can they suffer, you know? And that's what should uh, determine uh, how we treat you know, uh, other, uh, you know, how, you know, how we treat these particular things, whether they're sentient beings or whatever it is, you know, um, there's another, uh, quote that I forgot already. Uh, so I'm not going to say it. I don't know why I said that. Uh, but no, uh, I, uh, (laughs) I, uh, I like, uh, I'm a sucker for claymation and stop motion. I've seen this movie at some point when I was a snot nosed Brad or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, uh, sure. Maybe vegan, maybe not. I haven't seen it, so I can't say, but, uh, looks fun. Chris, Chicken Run. I, I'm I'm on the exact same boat as Steven. Never seen this movie. Um, but hey, Mel Gibson's in it, so I got to check it out. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Got it. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about this movie, so I'm in the exact same boat as Steven. I mean, it has your blessing and Brandon's blessing, so. Good movie. Two non-vegans. Yeah. <laughs> Two not vegans. Yeah, we just this don't is the know. non-vegan seal of approval that it is a vegan movie. Uh, we just don't but know. But two two <laughs> non-vegans has to equal one, right? Ooh, one no, vegan. I'm pretty sure know. that equals like even less veganism because that's now that's oh. two people's worth of <laughs> eating meat. Yeah, but I have reduced. Well, no, you. <laughs> Whatever. What's your second pick, you weirdo? Ah, uh, yes. I went outside of the box, too. And I chose a movie where I think the characters in the film would be vegan if they existed in the real world today. And that's Cher and Clueless. Uh, oh. that, that Amy Heckerling movie. Clueless? I went through that movie. Yeah, I, I went through know. that movie. <laughs> and I, I saw they all, she only ate veggie sticks <sighs> and things that were not. <laughs> I got chills. <laughs> were not. <laughs> meat or dairy products oh. and, listen alicia silverstone yeah. she raises her kids to be vegan she, this her, is true her son has a vegan diet yes one of the famous and vegans. i'm not entirely sure if she is herself but she is a vegetarian uh and i think that is a very good point to add to this as well uh but yeah i think the characters of this movie would be vegan because nobody seems to be eating meat during the course of this film and i don't know why Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I on, believe it or not, me. I am a big Clueless fan. It's the um, it's the best adaptation of uh, of Emma. Emma, I believe, for two reasons. Paul Rudd, number one. Reason number two: Paul Rudd listening to Radiohead. 
<laughs> That's, I don't know. Uh, Clues is a fun movie, but, you know, as, as someone who's not vegan, I don't know if I can speak to this, but I feel like sort of the valley girl uh, sort of per- persona may be a little bit stereotypical of the vegan lifestyle. Maybe you can comment a bit more on that, Stephen. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? So I, I have seen this movie uh, about almost two years ago, a year and a half ago, and I honestly don't remember it that well. My roommate Wyatt <laughs> would be ashamed of me right now. He'd probably be strangling me and probably even kill me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, he does that. He's killed me a few times, actually. Um, I, I can't remember. I, my review for this movie on Letterboxd does no help for me to help me rejog my memory. It just says, total piece of shit movie, literal trash. <laughs> don't even know why I watched this excuse of a film. The most racist and anti-Semitic film I have seen in my entire fucking life. The la- like, I, like I, I obviously was not having a good day, and I wanted to you take it out on Clues. You haven't seen Triumph of the Will of Birth of a Nation or Jude Suss, but okay. Um, wow. So I, I obviously... Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't remember the movie that well. Um, I need to rewatch it. Wyatt, my roommate Wyatt, friend of the show, um, he has uh, many copies of Clueless that I could borrow and watch. Um, but yeah, is it vegan? Is it not? Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. I, man, I, I went hard on this film. I, I might have to delete this review. <laughs> this is just looking at it. Like, <laughs> in the comments, my roommate Wyatt just said, hey, I own this movie and you didn't watch it with me. And then I just responded, fuck off, Wyatt. And like, I went into him. You should be ashamed of yourself for promoting fascism by owning this piece of shit film. How wow. dare you accuse me of steal? It's like, I, I'm not, not going to read the rest of this. It's I feel going like off topic. something you two need to work out, you know, that's behind the scenes of this podcast. But Maybe no. you can bond by watching Clueless, a very vegan <laughs> romance. <laughs> I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, Brandon. I'll, I'll say it's maybe vegan. <laughs> maybe vegan. Yeah. Maybe vegan stamp of approval. Stamp guys. of maybe. Maybe? Question mark. Chris, what do you think about Clueless? <laughs> Haven't seen it. Ah, it's great. Um, yeah, I've only seen, I just checked, I've only seen four Alicia Silverstone films, and this is not one of them. I've only seen Killing a Sacred Deer, Tropic Thunder, Batman and Robin, and Scooby-Doo 2. That's a random assortment of films. Killing, yeah. She's in Killing of a Sacred Deer? Yeah, that's what I was what? thinking. What? Yeah, I was looking. I didn't even remember she was in. Oh, well, yeah, she's Martin, Martin's mother is her role name. Shout out okay. to Martin's that's mother. Insane. That's oh. insane. That is oh insane. Oh. She's in a wall. Uh, you're going to have to give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. 90s. 90s. The 90s, right? That is a really <laughs> 90s movie. Um... Okay, well, let's get into our final round here. This, you, Steven, what's your last vegan pick? Oh, whoa. Already on the final vegan pick. Next up is my only serious pick for this episode. Okay. It's a movie I would indeed watch on a stacked vegan movie night. Mm-hmm. This one's one of the only truly vegan movies out there. Some might go as far as to say that this film is straight-up vegan propaganda. I would disagree with them, but some people believe that. It's a documentary narrated by notable vegan celebrities, including vegan Joaquin Phoenix, vegan Rooney Mara, vegan Kat Von D, and among others. It's a piece about animal exploitation, violence, and abuse in Australia, and more broadly, the world, as nearly all practices shown in the film 
from macerating and grinding up newborn chicks within hours of hatching to detonating a bolt gun to the heads of six-month-old cows to bludgeoning unproductive animals to death within their first weeks, sometimes days of life, are also practiced in the U.S., Canada, and throughout Europe. It's not just Australia. And some of these practices are even worse in the U.S. It's considered one of the scariest horror films ever created, many finding themselves unable to finish it, as some of the scariest horror films are from real life. On Letterboxd, it's amongst the top-ranking documentary films at number 12. This is Dominion, directed by Chris Del Force. Ah, uh, Dominion. This is a movie I've, heard of it. I've wanted to watch with my roommates, who are friends of the show, Aiden and Wyatt, uh, but both have repeatedly refused. I've asked them maybe 10 times by now each. Um, I've wanted to watch this with my family members back home, and none have accepted. I've asked friends... And just a bunch of friends in general, family members, if they would watch this film, I would send them the link. The full movie is free to watch on YouTube. It's two hours long. You can watch it on two times speed if you wanted to. Um, I've seen the movie two times because I hate myself. Um, but uh, uh, it's a pretty, uh, it definitely shows uh, some grotesque uh, imagery, imagery that can make people uncomfortable. Imagery that could even, and this is true, incite forms of PTSD in people uh, for watching this kind of uh, imagery. These are not selected uh, clips. These are clips that are common daily occurrences for farmers and animal agriculture factory farm workers and so on and so forth. Um, these are things that happen on a daily basis. Um, uh, throughout the film, statistics are shown regarding just how many animals die each year, showcasing each species on its own and what it endures on a daily basis, each segment being narrated by different uh, vegan activists. This would be, in my opinion, one of the most vegan movies out there because it's almost certain that every person involved in this movie is vegan. Uh, therefore, there were no animals harmed in the production of it because uh, it was all undercover work, so there's nothing they did to intentionally hurt the animals, but rather expose what's going on. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I don't think any of you guys have seen it, but have any of you heard it? Heard of it? Um, I think I heard of it when you you recently watched this, didn't you? I I think I, it showed is... up on my activity feed or something like that from you, because you're the only person. I think it's the only film I've watched, one of the only films of like 50 or something that I have given a star rating to. I recently updated my letterbox to remove all of my star ratings. I'm one of those pieces of shit that only like or not like (laughs) movies, uh, because I'm not huge into the star ratings, but I have given it five stars, um, because I think it's an important movie that everyone needs to see. There, my only complaint with the movie is there is a music backing track to a lot of the footage being shown, and I think it would be a lot more powerful if there was just silence there and you were just watching these clips as is. You know, pull a Coleman Brothers or whatever. Right, uh, that's true. Just let it let it play out. Um, uh, but yeah, there's uh, a lot of very, very heavy stuff uh, in this film, and I can't recommend this film enough. Um, I think it would make for a great movie and provoke some very interesting conversation. It sounds very intense and... You know, sometimes I'm in the mood for that intense stuff. So I, and it's good to hear that it's on YouTube, you know, that's really accessible. So, um, yeah, maybe one day, one day I'll just, you know, I'll pull off the bandaid and go check it out. Um, yeah, you're the only person I know that's seen it. And, uh, your, your review speaks volumes. You, you made the effort to (laughs) say that you made a review, but there's nothing in it. (laughs) The, The review, does it not show up on letterbox? Is it just a square? 
it's it's, it's just blank it, oh it's an emoji oh. probably maybe yeah. it's different on the phone uh, it's, but uh, on the computer it's just blank it's just a, a vomit emoji a guy vomiting ah okay or like a nauseous guy or something uh i uh i was pretty uh pretty minimal minimalistic with my review because uh, i think the film speaks for itself uh i think more people need to see it yeah definitely definitely chris brandon what do you guys think i've never heard of it never even like so yeah i've never even heard of it so like but i just switched on the letterbox and that poster is haunting yeah like just the the um yeah hand let me just search it the again. calf is it um the, yeah that little calf just like staring at you and like in that dark room and just like that that oh that top image of like all those pigs kind of corralled yeah into this little like like you know thing is just Man, like stuff like that makes me think like humans, like we kind of suck sometimes. <laughs> sure, we do. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon, kind of crazy. I hadn't heard of the movie, but I'd seen the poster before because I think I've. It's weird because I I don't I don't think I knew it was like a movie, but I I've I've heard of this like like based on what I've seen from like the poster because i've seen the poster places i must know the movie exists and i just have never looked into it further than that but i mean it sounds scary sounds like a real life horror movie to me but you know it's one we often ignore because as a society we are faced with the choice between something easy to make and something that seems harder but actually is right so yeah yeah yeah, well, well, maybe maybe one one movie night we can just get real depressing and watch it and show Stephen that we are better than his roommates. <laughs> yeah. I uh, if you can't bring yourself to watch it, I recommend turning it on anyways and just skimming through it and just looking at stuff and looking away every now and then, or put on like uh, put on your favorite song or your favorite <laughs> tunes or get your buddies and pals. Well, put, on put on Veggie Tales. Yes, that was a runner up for me right there. I almost mentioned Veggie Tales. <laughs> Did not uh, though, because uh, about to be too stupid. Uh, but right. yeah, that's that's my only serious film because I didn't want to be a buzzkill. There are lots of other serious movies out there, but I I chose right. not to say that and just meme a bunch. Okay, because that's way more fun. <laughs> well, I appreciate the serious pick. Um, wow, you got a you got a really interesting stack. Got Joker, Terminator, <laughs> and then Dominion. Oh fuck! That's my stack, baby. That's it. That's how I roll. All right. Well, Chris, you want to share with us your last film right. on your stack? Yeah. So for my final film, I thought about doing an animation film. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of hopping between a bunch of movies, like, and some of them are like random movies from like my childhood that I I've re- recently realized are about the environment a lot. Like, say, The Ant Bully or Over the Hedge, mm-hmm. Ice Age Two. B movie. Um so but then I realized there's this other film that kind of like it just got swept under the rug for me in this category, but then I realized it's filled to the brim with animation and visual effects. Very pro-environmentalist and anti-corporation narrative film. Steven, I'm really happy you brought up Terminator because this is also a James Cameron movie. I'm bringing back James Cameron's 2009 Avatar for this for this no episode. Vegan <laughs> Cameron. Yep, Vegan Cameron. He's the most popular vegan director in our stack, apparently. Um, <laughs> those are, I'm sure everyone Thank here knows us. the story of Avatar. <laughs> so I won't go into it too much, but basically 
science adve- science fiction adventure narrative about um, indigenous rights, about uh, about environmentalism, and about and very anti corporate. Um, I wanted to pick this film because very few films, at least to me, are able to immerse me in such a like beautiful like natural world. A lot of the worlds that I tend to be drawn into are very like technologically advanced and very like that kind of thing is tends to be what I'm drawn into. But then there are sometimes a lot of these other like films and including and especially Avatar where I feel so like enworlded by the planet of Pandora. I feel like like it the the way in which the story unravels this kind of mystery about how the world of Pandora works, the the connection between humans and the environment and humans and animals is is quite hyperbolic to be honest but in a way that for me at least considering this is a science fiction fantasy film it really worked for me and like there are, I, when i watched this film i remember just feeling very inspired to not like to be a more environmentally conscious human being and i think in at least on some level philosoph- philosophically or practically that is kind of what veganism's about so at least to me that's why i think avatar is a great vegan film wait chris can i can i ask you did you know that james cameron was a vegan before picking this film no oh i just knew it was about environmentalism so it worked out okay um but okay ethan i'll let you have your spiel but brandon i don't i don't want to have a spiel brandon you talk (laughs) (laughs) i am a fan of this choice lovely 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 i just watched this movie about two weeks ago again because of our infamous now aquaman avatar debate in which i rewatched the film to see if my opinion would change because that's what you got to do sometimes truth and i i totally agree with you chris this film really nails that environmentalist message uh james cameron is a big environmentalist he's been pushing for climate change reform for years since like the the early 90s really like when he first started to take off as a big director and not only that but he does push like a vegan sort of message in the film it's about appreciating your environment the navi rarely eat food uh, like meat because like they are enveloped in this world where they are connected to the beings that give them their power so you've got the banshee and you've got their their horse creatures that they ride where they have to literally connect with them on a spiritual level the only time like a an animal is hurt by one of the main characters who's not an antagonist within the film is when jake is trying to survive the night in the jungle and it uh, stabs a, uh, a like a dog like creature. Mm-hmm. And what what is cool, what takes after a lot of indigenous cultures within the US and across South America is you like say a prayer and like if it's suffering, like you, you take it out quickly because it's like you want it to become one with its environment and you don't want it to like um you don't want it to suffer, mm-hmm. essentially. And you, you are thankful for it. You know, if, if you are to not, if you are to kill an animal, that's the way to do it, right? Uh, but in this film, they don't emphasize that because it's the relationship with nature that's important. So I dig this pick, and you're totally right, right for this. I'm looking at Ethan because he's, he's wrong. Ethan, I'll defend you on Aquaman anytime, <laughs> but I will, av- I am Avatar. I'm also an Avatar fan. Too, Can't so. wait for Avatar 2, baby. Let's go. Well, that, that makes one of you. 
<laughs> Ethan, do you not like this movie? I don't care. I don't care about Avatar. It's that's fine. It's a movie, as Brandon would say yep. about Joker. It's a movie. What about you, Steven? Oh. You think Avatar? What do you think about Avatar? You know, I did see it when it was in theaters when I was a snot-nosed brat, and yeah, uh, I remember thinking about it and thinking, saying to my mom, "What are they doing with their hair tentacles? What's that?" Like I did actually <laughs> ask my mom about that. Yeah, and she was like, "I don't fucking know. James Cameron's high on speed or something." No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I. It's probably vegan. Does it have the veganator himself in it? I don't think so. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, that it's that's one less vegan. Uh, one James less Cameron vegan movie than Terminator. Vegan, exactly. So which one's more vegan? It's honestly pretty tricky because, because like you said, it deals a lot with environmentalism and the environmental impact of a vegan diet is is massive. You know, if uh, if people just stopped eating meat altogether, you could free up up to seventy percent of farmland that's currently occupied for animal agriculture. So. It makes wow. uh, total sense. Yeah, it's all, it's very big. You're thinking, are they, do animals take up that much space? But it, you have to take into consideration the feed that you yeah. uh, raise for those animals, because animals are you know they're they're pretty demanding creatures. They need a lot of food uh, to you know get really big. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would say it's probably a vegan movie, but it doesn't have the veganator, so it loses points. There you go. Minus three points. Sorry. Haha. Minus oh, no. three points. Haha. Yeah. Oh well. Raffle copy. <laughs> Uh, if you want to hear about what oh, I think God. about Avatar, just go to the Epic Movies podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, was that mentioned there? <laughs> yeah, that was in the Epic Movies. Oh, it's a repeat. It's a repeat. What? Pick. <laughs> I was looking well, at that. It list. wasn't a final. It, it wasn't, wasn't a final, final, so it can. The rules are it can be repeated. Oh. It's not in the final stack. But uh, <laughs> yeah, blue people. Am I right? Crazy. True. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff that Cameron guy thinks of. Yeah, fucking racist, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Who cares if their skin's blue, man? They're not real. It's fine. They're not real. <laughs> but what if? All right. Well, okay. Cool. Interesting pick, Chris. I don't... <laughs> Good pick. Bad movie, in my opinion. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's okay. Movie. Um, great pick. Great pick. My last pick is actually a film that was mentioned before in the episode, but wasn't chosen for a pick. Someone name-dropped it. It's an animated movie. This is probably what you're maybe thinking about, Chris. I don't know. Uh, oh, no. It's a 1988 it movie. It's directed yeah, by a vegetarian. Not a vegan, but it's main cat. Phony. Every single protagonist in this movie is a vegan. And that is... No way. Don Bluth's The Land Before Time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Now, let me tell you. Love this movie. There is not a single vegan dish that I craved more as a child than the tree star. Tree they, star. How did they make a leaf look so fucking delicious? You know, I. What are you doing? Did you get up and leave? Because uh, I predicted. You really? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, this movie actually holds up. You know, uh, I think it's very, uh. I, I, I really like the animation of Don Bluth. Uh, I think he does a very good job making fluid animations of characters. I think the world building of this prehistoric world is great. But mm -hmm. in terms of its vegan narrative, yeah, they're all vegan characters because they're all uh, plant-eating dinosaurs, all these dinosaur kids. And the biggest, uh, like the threat of this film is a carnivore in, that only eats meat. So what does that say about fucking society, you know? F fucking let the dinosaurs do the talking, you know? Uh, come on, 
my man Littlefoot. You got Ducky. You got Sarah. She's kind of a kind of an asshole sometimes, but you know. Yep. We love her. <laughs> I hate her. And then I hate her. <laughs> I hate Fuck her. her. All right, you can take your stance on that. What's the what's the the stoner one? What's his name? Oh, um, uh, what's his name? Fucking um, Spike. Spike. Yes, and then Terry. Right, that's the pterodactyl. I don't remember. Petrie. Petrie. Terry the pterodactyl is from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Petrie the pterodactyl is from Land Before Time. Petrie's kind of a Petrie baby. Is, Petrie's Petrie's a baby. baby. He goes, Littlefoot. Anyways, uh, yeah, what do you guys think about <laughs> he sounds Land like, Before He time? sounds like Tommy saying Chucky <laughs> in Land Before Time. Damn. Chris, I know you're a big fan of the Land Before Chuck? Time series. What, about, what I do you think about this as, every... vegan, as vegan cinema? If for those of you who don't know, I have seen every Land Before Time film except for the 2016 one called Journey of the Brave because it's not canon, at least to me. Um, so yes, Land Before Time. I think a lot of them, like, so she has a kid, you know, right? Yeah. It's like a very like, it's a very fascinating. I mean, I was one of those kids. I think every kid like goes through like a phase of like really be, re, being really into a thing, and at least one of mine was dinosaurs. So naturally, Land Before Time was a big thing for me. Yeah, a lot of their stories about like, like even like some of their their sequels. Like, there's a the third one's called The Time of Great Giving. It's literally a film about sharing. Yeah. So I I would say a good bit of my moral compass comes from Land Before Time. That's right. So, but yes, this first film by Don Bluth, it is fantastic, timeless animation, beautiful story about family and coming together, friendship and all that. You know, classic like childhood like values being put forward here but yeah i remember like at the time as a kid like although i like ate meat like you know even as a kid like i would empathize so much with these creatures who like were being hunted mm -hmm. by the t -rex. by like these the the t-rexes aka sharp sharp tooths as they yeah. called them sharp tooth and <laughs> sharp tooth run but um you know like yeah the movie is like incredibly like empathetic the, okay spoiler alert the mom died and you watch her die in this movie and it's you see like so how painful this shit it, it makes you feel like it kind of puts you as an ob observer into the perspective of someone watching like an animal lose their mother because of being a, of a carnivore and kind of like bambi better like, than bambi yeah <laughs> it is better than bambi in my opinion too <laughs> Because dinosaurs, because, because dinosaurs, yes, yeah. dinosaur, dinosaur talk episode two. Oh shit! Return. What a what a pull. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, yeah, I love Land Before Time. I think these movies are so fun and so great. Um, I think this is a great pick, Ethan. And yes, um, Tree Stars, delicious. delicious. I would, I would, eat, I would mush that into a salad. If I yes, could. I would just eat a plate full of tree stars because I bet they're like the best. Steven, what do you think yeah. about the land before time? Yeah, that's a really great question, Ethan. I think that's a question we all think about. What do we yeah. think about the land before time? <sighs> it's 69 minutes long on the dot. Ooh, now, Ooh, that, double that means it's going to be a good time. Yeah, that <laughs> means it's going to be a great time. Instant five out of five on the boner scale. Dare I say 69 out of five on the boner Ooh. scale. The highest boner rating i've ever given <laughs> this is Remember, true these are kids are they oh they are kids That's <laughs> might be a zero. by default oh, if a movie if a movie uh if, in case any of the listeners didn't know or you guys didn't know if a movie yes. features any children it gets docked points on the boner scale 
uh, because you do not want to have a boner for those. Yeah, but believe it or not, Stack does not advocate for pedophilia. That's true. This was established (laughs) in the Aiden podcast, the cool movies. This was established. That's true. This uh, second. I know the canon. This is a second warning, guys. We do not support pedophilia. We do not clear. If you have pedophilic <laughs> urges, seek help. Do not <laughs> Please what? see a doctor. Yes. You can, you can, you, we, there is help. There is an end. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. I'm so sorry. That was just so funny. Brandon. Brandon. What? what? <laughs> Brandon, what are you that land for time? Are you drawing? What are you drawing? What are you doing over there? You joker diarying, diarying. Are you, are you diary. scribbling during the podcast again? <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I'm I told you not to draw. Scribble. Yeah, I'm scribbling I because I hate you. I hate he draws you. during the podcast, <laughs> and when I'm editing it, the scribbling it feels like he's scratching in my ears. Quit scribbling! I can see you doing it. Stop it! Talk about land before time. <laughs> Big, big, big water. Big, big, big water. Big, 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 big water. <laughs> I've seen like two or three of these movies, and I can tell you, very, very, very charming films. Uh, I remember checking these out from Blockbuster as a child, and really enjoying them, especially the first one. It's like it's got a good message to it about family, and not only that, but like everybody in this movie, especially Littlefoot, is a vegetarian. So that's epic. Or vegan. Sorry. I mean, they don't I, eat. I don't, the, I don't think they eat the dairy antagonist, products. So. <laughs> dairy the products. antagonist is a carnivore, so just saying, not everyone in this movie. But that's yeah, the villain, but that's so that's yeah, but true. that's okay. Just correcting what Ethan yeah, said. Yeah, the, the villain all. is meant to be villainized for a reason. I, oh, I'm going to eat them. Shit, I may have said babe. Right you character. said everybody. Meant, fuck. All right, let's just end this out. podcast. I'm, I'm sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. What? Kidding. What? Kidding. Oh. All right, well, then let's go into your last, cool. my last movie. All right, Brandon, give it. All right, guys. My last film. It's a vegan warning shot, if you will. <laughs> a warning shot? A warning <laughs> oh, shot? Boy. What does that mean? Buck shot. <laughs> Bam! If we, don't eat, if we don't eat these plants, they're coming to get us, and that's why I've chosen Little Shop of Horrors. Wow. Uh, <laughs> we're very outside the box. I will give you that. Uh, you better eat vegan or these plants are going to kill you guys. R- Rick Moranis tried to tell us. that. That's all I got to say. Frank Oz knew what he was talking about. You know, the plant is the villain here because it eats meat itself. and We can't have that. So we got to eat that plant before he eats us. So you got to focus on that stuff. Even if he's like an alien plant, you know, it's encouraging us to go in that direction and and eat something sentient that is a plant. <laughs> yeah, that, it raises weird questions. Sentience in a plant. Would eating that plant in Little Shop of Horrors be considered vegan? Well, I don't know. Plants. But <laughs> if it feels pain, that's the thing. You know, the it's question true. is if it can suffer. You know, if it can well, suffer, then we shouldn't eat it according to the philosophy of veganism, right? But what if it's it's making us suffer? Ooh. Well. It's a bit tricky, you know. We're getting into hypotheticals here. Yeah, I am a philosopher. I, I have come <laughs> from my philosophy. I am here. a philosopher. Let's look, let's look at That's, it this way: if you were trapped, put down in a shirt. If you were in like a house, someone fucking trapped you, and you're like you're like prisoner style. You're in someone's fucking like there. You're like fuck, fuck, help me, you know, or whatever. Uh, would you want to kill that person and then eat that person? That's a person. I'm talking about plants. 
Well, yeah, but if both are sentient and both can suffer. Oh, if it's a plant person? Sure. Well, yeah, you I'll know, fucking eat it. <laughs> hypotheticals, man. Man, I am no cannibal, fellow. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon the philosopher. I, yes. I never get into a, you, a you, philosophy you, debate. You really thought Brandon. this philosophy through. You really thought this one through, didn't you, when listen, you were coming up with this listen, philosophy? Listen, guys. I am in philosophy through science fiction. Oh, wow. So oh, yeah. Whoa. yeah. So Ethan and I took that two years ago. Shit. Shut so much up. like 90% yeah, yeah, of the it's entire fresh, university. It's fresh in my mind, okay? It's fresh. <laughs> it, I get the reasoning thing. I really do. I got I got Steven's back on that. What he talked about with the reason. If something can reason. I don't think that plant can reason. Which is why. Well, I'm not saying if it can reason. I'm saying if it can suffer. If it can yeah. suffer. Which I, I have seen. Not the whole movie. I've seen part of it. And I turned it off. Long story. Whatever. But it, it does seem to be able to suffer. You know. Yeah. It wants blood it's at certain points. It. Okay. I think I disagree with this being a <laughs> vegan movie strongly. Ooh, whoa! Because this made me afraid of plants and made me not want to eat plants <laughs> and only meat. I couldn't. I can't trust plants after this movie. They're too. You know, they make plants seem like the enemy. You know what I'm saying? You gotta bear in mind though that even though, let's say, you're moving away from a more uh, herbivore <laughs> lifestyle and moving to a yeah. more carnivore lifestyle. All those animals are still eating plants, so you're ultimately you're still eating plants, even if you're eating animals. Holy fuck! You can't well, then get away I got it. I can only eat carnivores then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only oh, eating. Fuck. I'm only eating like tigers and All shit. All the way at the top me? of the food chain. <laughs> yeah. I'm the alpha human. I only eat carnivores. Well, you're baby then if you're afraid of plants because you... shut up shut up <laughs> you need to be eating more plants because they're gonna come and get you i'm telling you what if they the grow inside way. me and they there's evil plants inside me it's like that you've seen too much like of that, that one... odd life of timothy green movie get out of <laughs> yeah, here yeah it's like they could <laughs> ate the watermelon and start growing watermelons he became a watermelon i think anyways Cry more chris what do you think about little shop of horrors yeah chris? i haven't seen this movie but Weird story about this. So I don't. I know there. There's like sentient plants in this, and they're like the villains. But I, if I might correct, remember like they. They're kind of like charming and kind of funny. No. Yeah. Am I thinking about the wrong movie? No, they're charming. Like they, 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 they make like funny jokes and Except they make for the sing blood songs eating shit, part, right? which is kind of. They weird. try to kill you. They eat people, but yeah. yes. But they're entertaining things. Yeah. Okay. So I disagree. For 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 a long time, I used to think this movie. And that clip from Troll Two when he's like, "They're gonna eat her." They're gonna eat me. Oh my god! I thought movie? they were. I thought those were the same movie. Wow. So I was like, "Oh my god, those plants are eating her!" <laughs> so, so like, yeah. I for a long time I thought those were plants. Um, but yeah, um, haven't seen this movie. I've seen like, like maybe like literal like the tiniest like clips, like you know, just scrolling through Instagram or whatever. But I mean, I don't know. It, it's Never heard of a movie where plants eat humans, other than maybe Sky High, if you view it that way. But <laughs> my my movie nights on Thursday, so maybe I'll. Hmm, I I would like to revisit this one. Yeah, I don't think I can make it. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last time I saw this movie it was like, uh, I mentioned this before, but the uh, on disaster movies, there's like that that film festival they used to go to all the time, where it showed like the best of the worst, and for some reason they showed this movie, even though this is like a classic. They're like, huh. It was like the it was a music like the worst musicals like the so bad it's good of musicals. Year. No, and they showed this good. one. 
And so I think when I watched that movie as a kid, I read it as a lens of bad movie. So which is hence like the the poor rating on my my letterbox. But I don't know. It no. Whenever I think about it, it seems really fun. So I'd love to rewatch it so I can properly change that score. You know. Mm -hmm. You should. Okay. I otherwise. I do think, Ethan. I agree with you. I don't think it's a vegan movie either. Thought about it. So I yeah. think uh, it's creating an issue that doesn't exist and could potentially further an anti-vegan movement by claiming sentience That's why it's plants. a warning shot. It's, it's a, a warning shot. There. There's no shot. evidence of sentience in plants. I want to make it clear. And even if you think you can circumvent this by eating more meat, the animals are still eating plants. So you, you lose regardless. Everyone loses. Yeah. Wow. You're eating more plants if you eat meat. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Doesn't make well, you vegan. Well, I tried. <laughs> Well, there's our picks, everyone. <laughs> uh, so, all right, before we get into our final stack, you know the drill. Let's run through all three of our picks one last time. Steven, you want to kick it off with your stack? Oh, please. Yeah, I've got a hell of a stack. My picks were Joker, The Terminator, <laughs> and Dominion. All three very vegan. I'm sorry. I'm st I still can't get over the Joker. Joker. <laughs> I so knew that'd good. be a great first it's pick. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. Are you Thank kidding me? Thank you. Chris, what's your stack? <laughs> Yeah, mine was Okja, The Cove, and Avatar. And my stack was also Okja, Chicken Run, and The Land Before Time. Brandon? Hmm? I got you, Brandon. Boodink, Clueless, Your Little clueless. Shop of Horrors. <laughs> okay. And I did it in order. There you go. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I kid. I don't belong here anymore. I don't belong. No, here. come on. <laughs> this is Brandon's You own the stack theme song. <laughs> yeah, you own the theme song. You belong. Yeah, what, more than oh, any I of us. we started I it out by kicking off the You won Steven's come heart. On. Come on. All right. You have my heart. That has to mean <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> come on, man. All right. So we know Oakja's a lock since it's a double stack. So I'm thinking. I would love to see a dock in here. I think, I think that that's a big part yeah. of it. You know. I think Dominion, since Steven's so gung ho on it, because like if it is a, yeah. the most vegan movie ever, we want to put that in people's minds. We don't want to make it just right. like yeah. This is a list of joke. the definitive vegan movies. Full and if, agree. And if that's not on there, I don't know what can be. You know, so I I agree. I think finding our third one's going to be tough. Yeah, I think Avatar personally. I will. My the ones that I will put forward as my selection would be either Avatar or Latin Four Time. Oh yeah, that's that's a winner. Um, that's also good. We could put Avatar, which means we we will never talk about it on the show again. Which no, I'm let's. In full agreement. <laughs> I I've got a stack. Okay. <laughs> All right, pitch, pitch. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Let's do Land Before Time for our kid vegan movie, mm -hmm. our middle-aged adult <laughs> vegan movie, but it's going to be Okja, and then our, like, senior vegan movie senior. is Dominion. Those are for the senior citizens. It's <laughs> only for old people. <laughs> Wait, which one did you pick for seniors? Dominion. Dominion. <laughs> Only old people will watch. No, no, I feel no. Like old people will be at least like to watch. It's that. only for old eyes. No children under seven. Mature it's only, only for old fogies like Steven. <laughs> no, no. But then, and then you've got that escalation, and then you end on the starkest one, and that way, it'll change it your mind. It lasts with you. It, it, it sticks with you. with you. 
Or Brandon just really wants his pick in the stack. I never chose my pick. None of, Wait, none of those fuck. are his. <laughs> For the oh, first shit. time ever. Shut out. For the first I was time wrong. He, sel- he self-shut himself My memory. Out. Must be my vegan think, brain. Uh, Say I'm I right. Can't. Do it. I like I'm right. Do that. No. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, All right, I'll get you off, Brandon. I'm okay with that list. It's a, yeah. that's kind of a Steven, funky cool do, list. Yeah, Stephen, do you have an opinion between Land Before Time or Avatar for uh, vegan representation? You know, I've seen one of them. I've seen Avatar. Avatar is directed by a vegan, so that that's, gives it points. Ooh, and it's about em- environmental catastrophe, which is a big point in veganism. Uh, a little fact: uh, we will have more plastic in the oceans than fish by 2050. That's within our lifetimes. So get ready. Ugh. Uh, it's like it, it very real environmental impacts. The number one cause of deforestation in the world is animal agriculture. Uh, yeah, they slash and burn and then raise animals there and use the land to raise crops for uh, uh, to be fed, you know, to feed uh, uh, animals, most of those being soy. Um, I would pick Avatar personally. Avatar is what, like a PG-13 type movie? So kind of yeah. for the kids, but I, I do see I the appeal of... Yeah, I saw it as a kid as well. I haven't seen Land Before Time. Uh, so I can't say. I don't know if Avatar even features meat eating because I can't remember. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Uh, those Honestly, are my thoughts. Steven, I'm I, I'm, I agree with you. Even though Land what? Before Time is my pick. No, he just doesn't want to talk uh, no. about Avatar. I think we need <laughs> we need a vegan director, James Cameron. I had no idea that's a thing. And we don't really have our environmental pick. You know, we have. Yeah, we do. What? What are you talking about? We have Okja. That's more yeah. the industry. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is a vegan movie that steps outside of the meat industry. I'm like our other. Yo, two Chris, movies. sidebar. So, you can't sidebar. This is a fucking. You sidebar. Sidebar me for Aquaman. Chris, are you really gonna deny putting your own Chris, pick? Please, Chris, you Let already got sidebar. One. I I have do not have one on this stack. It is my wish. <laughs> It is my wait. Is is your goal so that we can save Avatar for like fantasy or something one day? I have no idea, but I want to use it again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, Brian. Okay, give give me this. Pitch me stacks that Avatar could end up on that would fit better than something about environmentalism. Blue movies. I can't think of much. Environmental movies. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Space movies. Of course. How could you not? Uh, 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 Uh. Alien Planet films. That is Alien one that we have Planet. not even thought about yet. <laughs> oh, My geez. favorite Alien, Alien Planet film? Vegan um, movies. Vegan movies. Now that's a good pick for That'd episode. be a great episode. All right. I, in honor of our guest, I will let Steven make the final Oh, I hate this. this. I can't believe this. <laughs> Keep sidebarring. Steven, oh. you have my heart. No. Yeah, oh, oh, oh you your heart. We've exchanged oh, gods. <laughs> We've exchanged hearts. <laughs> You're letting me decide between a movie I've seen before and a movie I kind of remember. Like, I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, I... <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, Land Before Time is 69 minutes. Oh, shit. Avatar <laughs> is like this is a hard fight. 500 hours. <laughs> it, it's revolutionary. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bury Avatar. And I'm gonna pick Avatar as my pick. No, it's buried. It will never be mentioned on stacked again. Yes, <laughs> it is forever gone. Avatar. Oh. Rip. The air is a bit clearer in this room now for me. I don't know. <laughs> things, things feel different. Things feel different. It will still be mentioned. Brandon. Brandon. It will still. There are four sequels coming. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I forgot. Get they hyped. better be good. We can do we can do an Avatar stacked episode when those movies come out. Which is your three favorite <laughs> Avatar movies? You do three favorite Terminator movies. Man. Thirteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, let's run down Stack's official vegan movie final stack of our definitive vegan films. Starting with Chris, you want to kick us off? Yeah. So our first film is Okja, a Bong Joon-ho film from 2017 dealing with corporation and the way it abuses animals. Um, It's also a fantastic, in very Bong Joon-ho way, a very twist and turn narrative, um, thrilling from start to finish and also very heartfelt. Um, It completes Bong's trilogy, uh, unofficial trilogy of environmentalist films. All right. And Brandon, since this is the last time we'll be talking about Avatar, do you want to send your goodbyes to it? Avatar will return. Uh, our, <laughs> our a final pick. Second is, pick. Oh, sorry. Our second pick. <laughs> I wasn't our anticipating me going. So, uh, our second pick is a wonderful environmental message about uh, treating the environment and animals with respect. It is James Cameron's Avatar, our notable vegan director. Everybody, go watch it. All right, and our last pick, Stephen, do you want to introduce it? Of course. This is uh, Dominion, directed by Chris Delforce. It's a documentary exposing uh, animal agriculture industry, uh, specifically factory farming in Australia and more widely the world. Uh, Some say it's one of the most horrific films ever created. When it was first screened, people walked out of the screening. They couldn't take it. Uh, I highly recommend it, and I think everyone should see it because it's important. And there we have it. There is our final stack. I want to thank our guest, Stephen, for being on the show. Stephen, we've had such a fun time. We've had games. We've had yes. we've had deep Songs. discussions about, you know, the meat industry, about uh, ethics of veganism. And we've also had some good laughs and stuff like that, too. So I want to thank you for choosing this topic and coming here on the show and just giving us a good time, man. Is there... um. Is there anything you want to plug for yourself or anything? You know, anything you want to shout out? I don't know. Going to plug my butt. <laughs> no, oh! I'm sorry. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I had to do it. Man. Took it and ran. Uh, Took it and ran. I love it. I know. Uh, I don't know. I've got a Twitter where I make awful tweets that no one should read. Uh, I've got a letterbox where I put really awful opinions on the internet that no one should read. I put a boner rating on every single movie I watch for some stupid fucking reason. Because my roommate Aiden was like, hey, Steven, you should put this on every movie. And I said, huh, that'd be so dumb. And now I've been doing it for like over a year. And recently I started uh, rating movies based on the couch experience, which I don't know what that fucking means, but I do it. Been watching movies. Uh, I like movies. I write movies uh, that are dumb. So if you want dumb, stupid things, then go uh, look at me. I'll... Yeah, I've got some letterboxed and Twitter. That's that's where it's at, I guess. All right. Links will be down below. Yes, they will. Yeah. So that'll do us for this episode of Stacked, guys. And we will see you in the next episode. Oh! Wait, what? wait, do you hear that? No. What, what is it? What is it?